Hello, and welcome to another episode of Too Young for This Hit, the podcast where I, Tyler Thornton, watch movies I've never seen before with uh, people who love them. And uh, today, um, I've got a controversial guest. Mm? My guest today hates monkeys. Oh, yeah, that's true. Monkeys are a little, uh, you know, monkeys, not not great, man. Don't eat them. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, no, that is a, uh, you know, the flex tape sound guy? Nope. I have a soundboard for him. Y- you don't know who? I, Phil Swift here. He's the greatest. Yep. If you haven't seen the flex tape memes. Oh, man. Anyways, so yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, I was introducing you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I had more controversial things to say about you. Continue, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, he thinks Daniel K is trash. Mm. I have, like, audio of you saying all these things. And he's also killed more <laughs> Evans than podcasting while driving. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so all these things are, are extremely true. Uh, Tyler, I killed you, too, so you can't even try to hide from that. I... Was that on, like, the newest episode? Because I didn't even hear you name a Pokemon after me. Didn't I? I don't think so. You named, God, like, I three have... dead Evans. Um, I think you killed a few Daniels. There was a Jeff. There was a Jeff. <laughs> you know what? I'll have to get right onto that. Okay. Was that the, the controversy out of the way? Am I going to get fired from Marvel now? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, this is Blake. Hey, guys. Do you want to go by Blakey or just Blake? Blakey, Blake, I go, I don't really matter. I, I don't really care. Oh. Oh. Do you actually go by Blakey, or did that just come from Daniel saying that your name was Blakey? Um, you know, sometimes I go by Blakey, sometimes I go by Blake. It's a, yeah, just adding an I in there, so. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I saw you changed your Twitter name to Blakey. It's extremely interchangeable, for, really, for me. Yeah, it's like calling up Robert Jeff. Hmm. But yeah. Okay, uh, so hey, what's up, listeners of uh, Too Young for This Hit? I somehow came here and convinced Mr. Tyler Thornton here to have me on, and I made him watch a wonderful movie. Yeah, that's a very interesting movie. The movie I picked up for Tyler was The by the Beatles. It was uh, produced in 1967, and uh, they recently did a remaster Ooh. of it. A bit better audio and whatnot. But yeah. So Tyler, do you want to you wanna run through uh, what you thought about the movie? Um, sure, actually. So normally we would have um, done like two segments where it's like, this is before we watch it, this is after. But that's been a pain in the <laughs> to record. Right, right. So we're just, we're streamlining it this episode, trying something new. So I'm still going to give a prediction that I wrote before watching it. Um, okay, I want to hear this. This is going to be so good. So it's pretty short. Um, I think I had a pretty close idea of what the movie was going to be about. Um, so what I have written is, it's a real acid trip. The Beatles, John, Paul, Ringo, and the other guy. George. Um, I legitimately did not know uh, George's name. I'm mm-hmm. not a huge Beatles fan. But anyways, so they used their infinite wealth to buy a submarine and search the ocean for treasure. Along the way, they discover Atlantis and record a revolutionary album featuring fish folk. And the album is called Fish Folk. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I had written. And I think it was somewhat accurate. That's like the exact plot, really. Yeah, no, you nailed it right on the head. Yeah, I mean, they really did show, like, their extravagant wealth. Yeah. Um, and that, like, 
mansion. Is the pier a real place? I don't know anything about the Beatles, really. I I'm not entirely sure. Um, I listen to their music. I'm I'm not huge into like looking at the backstories of people I listen to, which is can be a a bit problematic sometimes because sometimes I listen to music whose artists have done bad things and like, <laughs> oh wow, have you listened to this guy? And they're like, excuse me, he's a pedophile. And I was like, oh, well, he literally eats children. He he is a child. <laughs> You're listening to music by a child. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's uh, you know I don't know. So, um, yeah, before telling you what I thought of the, about the movie, I want to hear about, like, your connection to it. Like, what made you choose this movie out of every possible choice out there? So I was looking through them, and I saw a, a bunch of pretty good movies. You had The Predator and stuff, and, you know, I, I've seen those movies. They were, to me, they were just good action movies. Um, I really wanted to rewatch the, was it Monty Python? The whole Quest for the Holy Grail. Yeah, the Holy Grail. Oh, that's a classic in my family. I watch that all the time. Uh, I didn't see... Did you have The Gods Must Be Crazy? No, I didn't. Oh, you should add that. That's a that's a brilliant film. Um, it's about a Coke bottle. Anyways, we're oh, on a different oh, movie. Oh, so um, since you mentioned that, I was actually I was going to start a new segment that oh. I didn't mention to you before, where I was going to get my guests to suggest like five movies I should watch. Oh, boy. Um, and like build a list out of that. Uh, listeners, to come listeners right now. I'd like to note Tyler's throwing me into this. Like, how dare he? He's just like, <laughs> hey, like, new segment. Oh, Go. I've got like three new segments for this episode. Oh, so, oh wonderful. Yeah. Dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, but yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm super excited to be here. Tyler is a wonderful person. He's great on Twitter. And uh, he's a good guy. 10 out of 10. Who would listen to Tyler? I was your second follower. You're my second follower. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's good times. <laughs> uh, wonderful times, really. Um, where was I? Um, we were talking about uh, why you picked this movie. Right. Why did I pick this movie? Well, the first time I saw this movie was I was 12 years old. So that's, what, five, six years ago? And uh, I was. it was Christmas time. My sister was like, hey, Blake, you want to watch a movie? And I was like, sure. I love movies, you know. 12 years old, why not? So uh, she pulls out her laptop and puts it up on the TV, and it's this wonderful insanity of colors and just music. I wasn't a huge fan of musicals, still not really am, but I don't know, something about this clicked, and I just loved it. So I've, I've watched it a lot over the years. My dad's a huge Beatle fan. We actually have the figurines oh, from the cool. Yellow Submarine. Yeah, I'd show them to you, but I don't <laughs> want to get up and get them. <laughs> but yeah, um, so my dad's a huge Beatles fan. My my sister's a huge Beatles fan. Kind of grew up in a, a household where we listened to the Beatles a lot. And I don't know, it was a logical step to enjoy Beatles uh, films. Um, so you're a, a huge Beatles fan? <sighs> By osmosis, yes. You know, I couldn't name you off like 
all their hit singles or all their albums, but if I hear a Beatles song, I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> I, like, honestly could not tell you five Beatles songs. Like, it just didn't, we didn't listen to the Beatles in my household. My oh, family really? was all about country music and classic rock. I'm from Georgia, so... Okay, yeah, no, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I, I like a good bit of country. My, uh, we listen to that a lot. I don't like country that much. <laughs> yeah. It's just my family loved it. So, yeah, we have totally different histories there. And did I hear you mention you're 18? I am 18, yes. Oh, wow. I am 10 years older than you. Um, this is a what good time. What an old man. <laughs> Listen to this. This is a good time to mention how, like, the concept of this podcast has been going wrong for every episode so far. Oh, really? Yeah. So, originally, uh, when I, I started trying to do this, like, two or three years ago, and I found a random guy on Craigslist who I was going to make too young for this hit with, and it was going to be a. Um, uh, YouTube series and he was like 10 years older than me or so he was in his 30s and um, anyway so I met him once at a Starbucks and we were talking about our ideas and like what we're gonna do and he wanted to turn the YouTube series about watching movies I've never seen before with someone who has seen it into the man show I don't know if you you're familiar with the man show the man show that seems like something I should be familiar with, but I'm um, not, unfortunately. Gosh. Who are the hosts host for that? It's one of the Jimmys. Um, Ooh. Man, sure. Let me Google it real quick. I forgot. Oh, it's all good. Oh, Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. I don't really remember <laughs> that much about it. But anyways, at the end of it, during the credits, they just have, like, women bouncing on trampolines and, like, bikinis. He wanted that. He wanted that. Like, that idea specifically. It was, like, something he wanted in it. He's like, that's how we're going to get viewers. And, yeah. That so... sounds <laughs> like an interesting way to gain viewers. Yep. And so I, I don't remember any of his other ideas, but that was, like, the main thing. And so we ended that conversation. Like, we had already swapped numbers. And we're like, yeah, sure, let's start, like, recording next week. We're going to record in my garage. Um, and... <laughs> Was he just going to go on Craigslist again and be, like, looking for two women to bounce on tra trampolines? I don't know, but I never talked to him again. <laughs> yeah. I just thought Tyler it was Tyler Thornton, immediately after that Starbucks interview, wow, I need a new phone number, new address, and move out of the state. <laughs> like, neither of us ever reached out to the other one when we agreed to start, like, recording the next week. But... <laughs> you know what? Sometimes things just work uh, out. <laughs> yep. So that's where this podcast came from. It could be a YouTube Wonderful. series. Like that was like two or three years ago. There could be like 150 episodes of women jumping on trampolines right now, and I ruined that. You know what? I don't know how I feel about that, man. You could have had something great. Yeah, lightning in a bottle. But uh, where were we? Like I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about the ways that this podcast has gone wrong. Oh yeah. So that's <laughs> the main way. <laughs> that's the main one. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've we so where we are now is uh what is this a movie review podcast where currently the co-host the guest is misleading the actual hosts into different topics. Yep, sure. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. And uh, you you've gone from a YouTube channel promoting nudity mm -hmm. to uh uh not nudity more like oh what's like one step higher than nudity. Scantily clothed? Uh, strip dancing? Stripping? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, my, my YouTube show turned from podcasting. What? Strippers. Yes. Okay. Strippers. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think what I was saying was everyone who's been on the podcast so far, except for maybe Arjuna. I, didn't, I don't know how old Arjuna is. I'm going to assume he's 80. But um, everyone except for Arjuna is younger than me that's been oh, on the really? podcast so far. Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe need a new name. Um, anyway, so... You're a big Beatles fan. <laughs> so you're a big Beatles fan. I'm not all that familiar with the Beatles. And yeah, so we just watched Yellow Submarine. So did you still like love it as much as you used to? Like when's the last time you saw it before this? 50th anniversary of it was, yeah, that was a couple this year, like a couple of months ago, right? Yeah, it was a couple of months ago. So I, I went and saw that with my dad who introduced me to the whole Beatle mania. Beatlemania? I guess it's not going on anymore, but, you know. So, yeah, we went and saw that. That was the last time I saw it. It was in a movie theater, so everything was too loud and too bright, and it was wonderful. Do you want to try to do a, um, like, a whole, like, summary? We can try and do, I don't, there was so much going on. Like, I was trying to take notes, and I have, like, ten pages of notes, and it took me, oh, like, four hours to watch this, like, it's right around two-hour-long movie. Because I was mm -hmm. trying to follow along and, like, write notes so we can, like, accurately, like, walk through it. But there was so much happening. Like, there's just, like, random stuff happening constantly. I don't um, know how you're going to take notes on that, man. Like, 12 things are on the page at the same time. It's uh, How about you hit it off first? I feel like you have actual notes on it. Okay. Yeah, so it starts off with, um, like, this pops up on the screen. It says, once upon a time. And then someone says, or maybe twice, there was an unearthly paradise called Pepperland. And there's just like these eight dudes with top hats and then light comes off their top hats in different colors to make a rainbow. And that's like <laughs> when you know it's going to be a good movie. And like the word love is flashing in the background. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, it was, just, it was the 60s, man. <laughs> so yeah there's just like random words flashing all over the place there's the word okay flashing which i feel like is just kind of weak it's like you got it's all like super bright and positive and then there's the word like okay but i guess it's because it was like real chill everyone's just like yeah it's okay um anyways then the meanies blue me they're like trying to ruin everyone's happiness because they hate music and fun and um so they attack, and they have, like, all kinds of, like, different weird blue meanies. Um, let's see. I think my favorite one was the flying glove. The flying glove, yeah. It's like a pointer finger, and Gloves. I just kept expecting it to, like, poke people. And it's just a flying around, like, hand with its, like, index finger pointing out. But every time it gets near a person, it turns into a fist and starts, like, pounding them. Um, and then there's the snapping turtle turk. Which oh, is... that's the that's the guy with that's really fat with the the snappy bits, right? Yeah, he's got like a mouth for a stomach, and it like opens up. <laughs> yeah, it's the one that ate the pinwheel. I don't know. I don't remember that part. And then there's the apple bonkers that are just like really tall guys with big green apples, and I guess they drop them on people's heads. I don't know why they drop them on people's heads. That's not really explained in the canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, why do they like the color green? Like, I figured it's, they're the blue meanies. It should be all about like being blue and stuff. That's a good question, actually. And they all have guns, 
And it's kind of like hyper violent, but cartoonized. Yeah, because all the guns were shooting at like these weird blue arrow missiles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's like lightning bolts, but arrows, and they're blue. I think I figured out the green apple thing because it's sour. Yeah, that sounds reasonable enough. But yeah, there's, there's a bit more in the movie, so I'll let you. I'm supposed to be doing like a light summary, and then I just like jumped in. Like that covered maybe 10 seconds of the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, another like flashing light thing that I liked, uh, like just words flashing, was the letter A, and then further in the background is the word yes. So it just said like a oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so the blue meanies are attacking, and they're like all the people that get hit by their blue meanie gunfire. They like turn sort of like grayish blue, and like kind of turn into like cutouts. Like they stop moving. Was it a cutout? I've always thought it was a statue. Um, well, I say it's a cutout because at the end, the uh, Beatles are hiding behind them and they say something about them being cutouts and they're like carrying them. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because I wasn't really sure how to describe where they were before then. But it's kind of weird because the mayor gets like attacked by the blue people, I think, but he's still sort of, you know, like once they talk to him, he starts moving normal. Yeah. Hmm. But anyways, know. so there's this one guy, old Fred who's like running away from it and he's trying to warn the mayor and a quartet about the <laughs> incidents and uh, like what's happening and the mayor's like no no the blue meanies like they wouldn't be here like that's stupid you're stupid yeah so slowly members of the quartet get taken out and uh, Fred's like you mean a trio a do what a um, solo and then the mayor learns like the threat's real and Fred picks him up and starts running towards the yellow submarine, which is like up a pyramid. And as soon as he gets to the steps, he sets down the mayor because I guess he didn't want to carry him up the steps, but he carried him all the way there. And uh, then they slowly walk up there and the mayor's like, you have to get in the submarine and find help. And then confusingly, mm -hmm. instead of like taking the submarine through water, I think he goes through like space and time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, a, a, like the TARDIS. Yeah, and um, while going through space and time, uh, he passes some other differently colored submarines. There's a red, blue, and green one. And I like to think that those were like potential sequels right there. Potential sequels that they never they never realized. That's a shame. It's like a cinematic universe of differently colored submarines. <laughs> the, the next big beetle hit, a red submarine. <laughs> they just got stuck on those damn submarines. You know what? There's no other kind of vehicle that really matches it. Then I think they play a song. I don't remember. You probably know what songs played since you've seen it so much. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. I think I actually have it written down somewhere. Um, but if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I have written down. Yellow submarine. Which oh. maybe makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah no, no. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, the yeah. first song that they play when the submarine takes off is you know, like the title song. Yellow submarine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about the one they got when they get to... England. To London? Yeah. So then yeah. they're in London, the sun rises, and... Playing. Yeah. And that one was uh, all sad. <laughs> yeah, the animation style like changes completely there. Alright, um, you want to take it from here and uh, talk about our first appearance of a beetle? It was uh, Joel... John, right? Nope, it's Ringo. Oh, it's Ringo. Oh, huh, okay. Yeah, before, I guess before we get to Ringo, um, I can talk about the imagery that's, like, happening. And it's, like, just a bunch of sad things. 
Like uh, one thing in particular that was there that is important for my interest is there was just a cat in a window being pet and it's like across the screen like 10 times for some reason. And uh, this is our first new segment. Or is this our second one? Do we already have a new segment? We had the... Did we have a segment? Oh, we, we, we started the recommend five new movie segment. Oh, yeah, we, we just it. mentioned it, but we didn't. Yeah, do it. Okay. like a seg segment. Yeah, so this is the first new segment, which okay. is... There's a cat, yeah, I got a cat. And any oh, wow. time that there's a cat in a movie, I have the option to tell you a story about one of my cats. Do you have any cats? If you have a cat, you can talk about a cat. I have a cat allergies. Oh, that... nice. Sure, talk about your cat allergies. There's more cats in this. I'll get some cat stories out. There you go. I, I love cats, and it's a horrible thing because I have cat allergies, but there's a bunch of cats that live in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I leave out some treats every now and then because I feel bad for them just wandering around. I'm sure they have homes and all, but, you know. And uh, sometimes I go out there and, you know, sit with them and pet them. They're stray cats, so got to, you know, make sure they don't have fleas and stuff or whatever. But whenever I come home, my mom's always like, Oh, Blake, you've been out with the cats. And I'm like, Mom, how'd you guess? And she's like, Blake, your eyes are red and you're sneezing. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you take any allergy medicines or do you, oh, you just no. have cat allergies? I just have cat allergies. I, I, I accept it. I mean, other people don't, but, you know. I have four cats and every single one of my friends is allergic to cats and so no one ever comes over. Nice. Yeah, when they do, like, we have, like, a giant bowl of um, Claritin that people just grab <laughs> out of. Because, seriously, all of my friends and all of my wife's friends are allergic to cats. Dude, that must be some pretty interesting dinner parties. Oh, uh, we don't have a dining room table, so, hmm. yeah. <laughs> no one you can just come put, over. What's the point? <laughs> you can just tape food onto your cats and have them run around. The guests just have to get food off the cats. <laughs> I don't know how there well you go. that would work. <laughs> Probably not very well at all. So that was uh, Look a Cat, I Have a Cat. Now we have Ringo. And um, there was so much happening in like the next 20 minutes or so that I thought it was like best to just like break down the introduction of each beetle. Sounds good to me. Uh, if I remember correctly, Ringo was sitting like by a wall or something and he was like, wow, I'm sure I'm bored. There's nothing happening. I jump into a river, but it's raining. And it's just very... Very bored and lackluster and not having a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought that was funny. He's like, my life is so boring. Me, literally one of the four most famous people in the world at the time. God, my life sucks. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, he starts walking around and you can see glimpses of a yellow submarine following him. And he runs up a hill and it's like, there's a yellow submarine following me. And uh, I yeah. think it's time for... Uh, the emergence of the first segment again because there's that other cat <laughs> the second segment <laughs> oh the second the second first segment no yeah the, no, the, no. the first one's the one about the five movies right this yeah. is the second part of the second segment yeah yeah yep so uh he runs into a police officer who's like talking to a cat he's like here puss here puss here pussy 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 puss 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 and uh ringo's like hey uh would you uh Believe me, if I told you there was a yellow submarine following me, and the cop's just like, no. He's like, Ringo's like, I, I didn't think so. But anyway, so there was a cat, so we get to introduce... There's a cat, yeah, I got a cat. So, uh, Blake's allergic to cats, so I'm assuming you don't have very many more cat stories other than just, like, talking to neighborhood cats. 
Yeah, pretty much. Sounds about right. Last night, I was doing laundry, and uh, my laundry room's, like, sort of not within the house. Like, there's, like, this random, like, little, like, shed connected to the house, but there's, like, a door, and, like, the laundry room's not air-conditioned. So, um, yeah, so I'm out there, and that door has, like, a big glass window in it. Just doing laundry, like, minding my own business, and I just hear, like, (coughs) claws, like, scratching at the window. And what happened was... One of my cats like jumped, I don't know, like five feet in the air, five, six feet in the air, and like just slammed into that window. And it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Like, it seriously it sounded like some kind of beast was trying to rip through the door. And yeah, so that happened. Uh, is this one of the times where you just accept a cat being a cat, or is there a why in this? There's no why. I just. Uh, this was a different cat, but uh, that was my cat, Clary, the only girl I have. Um, mm-hmm. Her brother, like their actual siblings, um, he just like jumps at the wall sometimes. And I don't know if he sees like a shadow or like a little bit of light on the wall. And he's like, oh, let me try and catch that. Or um, what? But yeah, he does that. So cats Have you ever weird. read uh, Harry Potter and the, uh, the Chamber of Secrets? Uh-huh. You know how there is a basilisk in the walls? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm just saying, you <laughs> might have a basilisk in the walls. <laughs> um, I don't think I have too much to worry about. Um, I live in, like, a nearly 100-year-old home, so the walls, there's, like, nothing in the wall. It's like they just attach the drywall to the, like, uh, brick on the outside, so there's, like, no insulation, no room for basilisk. I think I'm okay. <laughs> it kind of sucks because there's no insulation. <laughs> Dude, lots of blankets. More cuddle time. <laughs> oh, no, we have to worry about it being too hot. So, oh, yeah. that's not fun. Yep. But anyways, so we were with Ringo. He was, like, running from the submarine, and he gets to yes. the pier, which I don't know if it's a real place or a fictional place, but it seems to be, like, the Beatles mansion hangout. You know, that? yeah, pretty much. It was a pier. I would say that makes sense. Ringo had, like, one really funny line that I happened to write down. Uh, where he's talking about the uh, submarine, and he's like, uh, I did, it can't be a submarine, submarine doesn't make sense, it must be one of those unidentified flying cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, that was good, I like that. Yeah, They have lots of funny little lines <laughs> like that in there. Yeah, because that makes total sense. Dude, you can make that into another segment, like Tyler Thornton finds something funny in a movie. Um, yeah, maybe, but I feel like that would just be like every ten minutes, it's like, oh, look at this thing that makes no sense. And then I have to come up with music for it to come in. So uh, what happens next? They go into the mansion. Yeah. So I think like uh, the uh, submarine pilot, his name's Old Fred, which I don't really remember him saying, but the Beatles just start calling him Fred. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> they just kind of like... know each other. <laughs> yeah. Nothing really makes that much sense in this movie, but it's fine. It's okay. You should have taken my instructions last night, man. Yeah. I didn't have any LSD on hand. Oh, well, you could have smoked that Pepto-Bismol. I should have. I should have crushed it up and smoked it. Mm. That could be the fourth segment. Fourth segment, random drugs. Yes. (laughs) Find some drugs (laughs) in your house. I don't care what they are, but we're doing them. (laughs) If you can't find drugs, just find something that looks like it and do it. Yeah, if you can't find any drugs, just make drugs. There you go. That sounds like a wonderful segment. Yeah, I feel like that could also... I could put that on a shirt. Just make drugs. Yes. <laughs> when in doubt, make more drugs. <laughs> it's never a bad time to make drugs. Yes. Hey, guys. 
it's Tyler here from the future. Me and Blakey had a lot of fun here today, but still wanted to make sure that you know, don't do drugs. It's not cool. You could die. You could also have a really good time, but still, it's not worth it. And if you do it, it's on you, it's not me. Oh, right. So we're like, you know, five minutes into the movie now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I Ooh, feel boy. like we're going to like skip over a bunch because like there's no way to describe a lot of it. But um... it's, it's a really visual experience that's hard to describe with words. But, you know, that's that's what a podcast for is for theater of the mind. Yeah. So just imagine yeah. being high and that's what this is. So they're in the mansion. Uh, and like Fred's like looking around like what is this place like there's just doors everywhere and he's looking for someone I guess like particularly Ringo since he's the only one he's seen so far but uh, he doesn't see him and Ringo just drives a car down some stairs and real casual like yeah I don't know if they have a conversation do you remember if they talk but I know Fred gets in the car with him uh Ringo's like hey get in the car bud and he's like okay uh, oh yeah, Ringo's like, yeah. we need to get my friends. My friends can help, and um, yeah. So then they just go in this room, and there's Frankenstein's monster, and mm, yes. um, yeah. And uh, Fred's like, oh my gosh, it's Frankenstein's monster. What's he doing here? And uh, Ringo's like, ha, I used to date his sister. Like that makes it that makes perfect sense <laughs> for why you have kidnapped and like chained up a monster of a man. You know uh, what? He used to date his sister Phyllis. <laughs> but why'd he kidnap him? Or is he just living with them now and he's taking a nap? Pretty much, yeah. So anyways, there's like a lever that we don't know what it's going to do. And Ringo's like, I'm Ringo a lever-pulling man. That's what I do. I pull levers. And Fred's <laughs> like, don't you do it. Ringo's like, I'm going to do it. And so he does it. And uh, Frankenstein comes to life, or Frankenstein's monster, whatever. And um, he randomly drinks a potion, and then colors happen, and then he's John Lennon. And he's just like, I had the weirdest dream. And they just accept it. They yeah. don't even say anything about it. They're just like, come on, man. Blue meanies. Yeah, they're like, it's nothing weird about that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So then they go looking for George. Oh my goodness, George. George's room is a trip. George looks angry in every scene, like how he's drawn. He just looks angry. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. So you want to tell us about George's room? So George's room. Um, oh, how can I describe it even? It's a, what kind of music would you call it? It's like, it's like um, Arabian, like harp, harp uh, music. I thought it sounded like Indian music. Like I can't, Indian. like a, it sounded like a sitar. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was sitar, sis, uh, sitar, sitar music. Yeah. Um, and basically, what ended up happening was it just goes through a bunch of like crazy little little pictures of like what was it boats and stuff? Was it that one? Um, the I think backdrop is. I know there were like mountains in the background, and it looked yeah. like live footage, like not was animated. Like, oh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to Harry Potter. You know how like the photographs were moving in Harry Potter books and like uh -huh. the newspapers and stuff. It was like that, but like pictures of nature and serenity, and it was like yeah, a peaceful like peaceful music 
with like a chaotic background of like thunder and lightning and stuff and george is standing at the top like floating and the two uh or the three of them i suppose walk into the room and ringo's like hey george and all of a sudden george is behind them driving <laughs> ringo's car and making no sense yep that's it that, that, that's a good bit right there and they say this like a billion times in the movie but i don't remember who i think george says it in this case he's like it's all in your mind yeah yeah it's very uh i don't know how to describe that no i'm, I'm not continue we should just continue with the conclusion or the summary <laughs> yeah I don't this this summary's gotten like way more in depth than I planned, but we're already here now. I feel like it'd be weird if we're like and then the movie ends. So yep. <laughs> we're just you know what? scene and then by scene. <laughs> they just go to Puffle and they save everyone the movie ends. There yeah. we go. So that's the movie. Um thank you for joining us. Um Oh yeah, thank you so much. Uh Tyler, uh come over to my podcast later and Tyler's gonna be on it. We're gonna do some some fun stuff. Okay. Bye. Uh, bye, bye everybody. Bye. So George is in Ringo's car and he's like driving back and forth and Ringo's like, hey, that's my car. And he's like, how can you tell? And he's like, because it's red. Like, my car is red. And he's like... He, he drives mean, back on scene and it's it, the car's a different color. Yeah, the car's like blue now. And Ringo's like, I mean blue. And then he drives back again and he's like, yellow with red wheels. Yes, that's that's it. And then the car's back to normal. <laughs> And they all like jump in and then they're fighting over who gets to drive. And I don't know who wins, but they drive off screen and there's an explosion. Like you can't see it, oh. but you can hear it. There's like a solid 30 seconds of just a blank, like not blank screen, but like a blank backdrop well, and it, like, just sounds the, like... like where they were with all the doors in the hallway. <laughs> oh, that's great. I forgot about that. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Like, it's, I it's... love this bit. Like it's hilarious. Oh, my um, so the car explodes off screen. And then they just, like, come walking back on screen, like nothing happened, and go literally <laughs> to the door, just one door right of where George was at. So they drove and for they, no reason and got in a wreck. <laughs> it was, they don't even acknowledge it. They're just like, huh, you know what? That happened. That was fun. Yep. And then they open the door, and uh, there's, like, King Kong kidnapping someone. And then they just close the door, and they're like, um, they look... We don't. They look busy in there. Let's not interrupt. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, John Lennon opens up the door, and there's a train coming at them. And they close it real fast, and a little bit of smoke comes out from the sides of the door. I think Paul walks out, and he's like, "So blue meanies." And then <laughs> yeah, he just, just gonna knows what's going on. on. Yeah. Good enough. Boys. Um, because they're all together, and they're on the submarine. Like, it just makes sense. Nobody knows how to work the submarine. Because the submarine starts when there's a blue mini attack, but they're in London. They're just, like, running around hitting buttons, singing about how they're... I don't understand why Fred's not just driving it. He drove it there. Like, why do you get there? And he's like, all right, Beatles, it's time for you to drive. I'm pretty sure they just overpowered them. That's what it seems like. This is where my notes get weird. You know, we probably just spent like an hour talking about the first 10 minutes. I spent two hours watching the first 10 minutes, like taking painstaking notes. And, and then after this, <laughs> I just started writing down the song that plays and like whatever weird thing I happen to see. My next notes are after starts playing, I have fish with hands, question mark. Because like a fish on screen like came by like 
with hands where his yeah. thumb should be. Okay. Just paddling like a person would swim. So I can I can do the next section of the film if you want. Cool. Yeah. Go for it. So the next section of the film is pretty much them getting to Pepperland. Uh, it shows them traveling through a bunch of different seas, like the Sea of Time, the Sea of Monsters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The Sea of Science. Uh, the Sea of Science was a good one. That, that starts up another song too. Um, so they start out in the Sea of Time, and everyone's changing age, and they like turn back a clock, and they're like, "Oh wow, look at there's us going into the past," and they wave. <laughs> And then they go into the Sea of Science, and it's like a graphing thing, and a bit of their submarine stops, but the rest of it keeps on going. And they play another song there, which is, uh, what song was that? Yeah, and then... Like, there's just a box outside of the submarine. Like, now they're just kind of... They look like they're in space, maybe. They're in a submarine, man. That's all water, definitely. That flashing box, like, folds up, and it, like, goes inside the submarine, and it turns into a purple-pink elephant monster with, like, claws. Oh, yeah. They're so mean to it. They make it cry. They tell it... They're like, that thing's ugly. It's, like, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Get it out of here. And, like, it's crying. <laughs> and I just feel bad for the monster. They eject it. And then I guess then they're in the Sea of Monsters. <laughs> yeah. They go into the Sea of Monsters, and there's a bunch of, like, crazy Lovecraftian, like, beasts. There, there's this one creature that has, like, a dick for a face. <laughs> and it just, like, vacuums oh. up random things. And he keeps coming back. So <laughs> we'll just refer to him as Dick Face. Yeah, he's a, he's a reoccurring character in the Sea of Monsters. So they're getting chased by another monster at one point. And uh, I'm pretty sure, like, to distract it, they throw out all the stuff inside of the submarine. And then one of the guys falls out. Uh, Ringo falls out. And he's, like, running around, and the yellow submarine guys are, like, trying to find him. And Ringo's running on the ground away from the vacuum guy and all the other various creatures of the depths. I think, don't the rest of the Beatles fall out, too? And then it's just... Um, that's... No, I don't think they fall out. They, um... Uh, Dickface, like, sucks up literally everything. And, uh... Oh, yeah. there's just all the white background, and the, the submarine, I think, is there. And I don't know how they get out of the submarine. Maybe they did fall out at some point. Yeah, I... It doesn't really explain it that well. <laughs> oh, there's one cool part before, uh, Dickface sucks up everything. Before Dickface sucks up everything. Dude, that could be your, uh... That could be your title for this episode. Dickface sucks up everything. <laughs> Old Dickface. They're fighting, uh what they refer to as kinky boot beast and they're just like these two like legs and then uh i think they turn in like the submarine drops down a leg and like steps on their toes and they run away and then there's like this boxing beast and they're like uh find the boxing glove like we gotta box it and uh they just like trying to they're pressing random buttons because they don't maybe there's a boxing beast glove like they just had like a leg that came out of it but um a rolling stones banner comes out of the back of the submarine oh was that what it was yeah I thought oh, that was pretty funny. So yeah, there's there's a I guess there'd be a couple pop culture references if you knew what they were. Um I'm I didn't know any of them, so there you go. What you doing there? You're making some weird sounds. Oh I'm sorry, I'm zipping up something right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the wonderful sound of zipper. Dude, optimal recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Did you just throw something downstairs? <laughs> Maybe. Sorry. Um, right. So they go into the Sea of Nothing next, I think, right? Yep. Yeah, and, and they meet... bricks. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is this is probably my favorite part of the film. They meet uh, Mr. Nowhere Man, 
and they they spend about the next song period just making fun of him yeah <laughs> and like making him cry the Beatles are really mean yeah they're they're really jerky and uh they basically make this poor little creature who they call Jeremy um so he hands each of them a slip of paper and it all has different names one says uh Jeremy one says Hillary one says PhD and one says boob yeah so I, I'm going to refer to him as Jeremy. Well, Wikipedia refers to him as Boob. Sneaky sack, sneaky sack. Really? So Interesting. I don't, I don't know. And they call him, they mostly call him Jeremy in the movie, though. But yeah. occasionally they call him Boob and Hillary. I never hear anyone call him PhD. So they make fun of him and they get sucked up into a spiral and then they don't go into the spiral. And pretty much uh, at the end of the sequence like he's crying and one of them's like oh i feel bad we should take him with us and the other beetle's like no let's not and they take him with them it's ringo and they're like oh ringo you have a uh, you're too compassionate or something like that <laughs> yes ringo's the voice of compassion <laughs> yeah so there's another there's another cat in this section oh yeah what song are they singing i don't know if i wrote it down it's <laughs> Okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So where it starts out that they start singing that in the background, there's like random statues of cat mermaids. So it's time again for... Look, there's a cat, yeah, I got a cat. Wonderful. I'm so excited for this. After the last one where the, sister, the brother of a sister cat ran itself into a window and scaring you, I can't wait. Yeah, so this one involves jumping again. Um, oh, a different cat of mine, He his name's Mr. Big, but we call him mm. B. I don't know why, we just call him B. But he's solid white, and he has anxiety and depression, and he used to take medicine for it, so this is, like, legit. But he's, like, super neurotic, and he wants nothing to do with us most of the time, and he's, like, borderline feral. So, yeah, he just hangs out in windows all day. But when it's time to eat, he will find you and make sure you feed him. And so <laughs> two or three times this week... He's woken me up at 2 a.m. to feed him. And the way he wakes me up is uh, first he tries just like walking on top of me and meowing. He's like, meow, meow, meow. But then he like gets desperate and climbs <laughs> the uh, headboard and jumps on my face. Oh, that sounds yeah. like a wonderful way to wake up. Uh huh. Except for he knows that like if he jumps on my face, I'm just going to like shoo him away, like swing my pillow at him, like to get him away. So he jumps on your wife's face. He jumps on my wife's face. And she, oh. like, kind of, like, drastically overreacts about things, especially when she's sleeping and it's a cat jumping on her face. So <laughs> I hear him, and I'm like, she's dead asleep. And I know he's on the headboard. I'm like, Felicia, wake up. you got to move. Move. And <laughs> just, like, barely get her out of the way before he, like, lands on her pillow. And she doesn't Take remember cover. any of this. <laughs> and it happened twice in one night. Oh, and, that yeah. sounds horrible. She thinks it's all in my head, just like the Beatles. Just like the Beatles. It's all in your head, man. It's yeah. just love. <laughs> love, love. But oddly, uh, this morning, uh, I slept like, I normally wake up for work at like 5 a.m., so I slept in today for the first time in forever, and I nearly made it to 10, and no one woke me up, and it was really weird. How do you feel about that? I honestly, the first thing I did when I woke up was look for that cat because I thought he might have died and like while I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but he's fine. He's good. He's in a window. He's happy. 
Um, it's yeah. Gonna jump on your head. <laughs> nope, I'm in the one room that cats are not allowed in right now. So. Oh. A cat-free room. That could yeah. be your next cat story if you want to tell it. Well, I can just tell you why that one's pet-free. Um, so this is our guest room, and all of our oh, friends oh. are allergic to cats. So just in case anyone ever has to sleep over, we try to keep it cat-free so they don't die. Nice. Yeah. So your cats know, don't go in that room? Uh, well, we'll keep the doors shut. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, they try and come in. Anytime the door's like a little <laughs> bit cracked, you'll see a head poke in. You gotta shoo them out. No cat. Um, yeah, so let's see. Uh, were we still in, like, the Sea of Nothing? Or did we leave uh, it already? I, we left the Sea of Nothing into the Sea of Holes, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, so be- right before they leave the Sea of Nothing, there's a scene where all of the Beatles are talking about um, the motor being fixed because uh, Mr. Nothing, Ms., you know, Boob, Jeremy, Hillary, PhD, um, he fixes the motor for them. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I think George tries to fix it originally, and he just pokes it and gets electrocuted, and that's it. He gets, like, a hammer and, like, hits it or something. And, like, they're, like, talking about the motor, like, a sexual innuendo. They're like, do you really want to show someone your motor? <laughs> we shouldn't show someone our motor, should we? I, I don't know what that could possibly mean. I don't want to know. I do. If we have any UK listeners, bam, 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 bam. like, tell us what it means if someone sees your motor. All I can think of is the ACDC song. Um, she was a fast machine. She kept her motors clean. She was the best damn woman that I've ever seen. I don't know the name of the song, but that's it. Mm. So they're all talking about the motor being fixed. And I just thought it was funny that for some reason John Lennon's humping the air. <laughs> if I can, I'm going to make a, a gif of it and I'll post it on Twitter. Because it's just random. Like They don't acknowledge it. He's just humping the air while everyone really else is talking. <laughs> You know, that's just an acceptable thing in uh, common day society in the 60s, just random air humping. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a big thing. It's an important cultural reference to know that you're uh, really enjoying a conversation. <laughs> just start viciously air humping. Yeah, that's what we do. Like, yeah, don't don't make it weird. That's what Tyler's doing right now. Just yeah, it's weird because I'm sitting, so I'm like really having a thrust to like to get some stuff going. <laughs> but um, so I found the name of the ACDC song I was thinking of. Uh, you shook me all night long. Oh. Yep. Most often heard in strip clubs. Um, yep. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. I never would have realized that. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know. That was um huh. Tyler's strip club minute. Boom. Bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-bum. Right, they're in the sea of holes now. Yep, and um, I think this is where... The yeah, by the way, we ha- I, I don't know if we've addressed this yet. Um, the entirety of the Yellow Submarine is extremely colorful and vivid with many flourishes, and the animation is actually pretty good Yeah, it's actually really good like it's it's really super nice but all all the shapes are either sharp lines or like really swirly circles and all the like plants and stuff are really really ovally and loopy and like like rainbow miasmas of color being thrusted into your brain there's so much thrusting there's so much thrusting (laughs) it's yeah and like the styles of like the characters and the backgrounds and stuff don't necessarily line up just to make things even like weirder yeah from like scene to scene like characters look different sometimes they just have different colors for no reason and it's not explained 
sometimes yeah the way it's drawn it changes like it goes from like uh they're sneaking along like it's like a side panel to like it's charging at you i honestly can't even describe it it's just you got it. You should have been there, man. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, you should have been there to watch it with us. Where were you? Yeah. And really, like, while they're on the submarine particularly, it's like a bunch of music videos linked very loosely together by, like, them just saying random dialogue. Like, uh, this is actually later on, but I wrote this down because it was the best example I saw. One of them says, nice dog, though. Just the words, nice dog, though. And then they start playing... And it's like, wow, that that's the link you're going for. So I'm pretty sure the writers of this just picked like some of their favorite Beatles songs, and they're like, all right, so we just need to say a couple of phrases in between each song, and well, well, they picked the album, the Elsa Marine. Um, did they not compile the album for this? Because I know it wasn't all original songs. Like some of them were from previous albums. Oh, was it? I thought it was like the Elsa Marine release, and that was the album cover. Um, I looked at it briefly, and I know there were four new songs, but oh. I'm not sure. Oh, um, oh no. I that? hope you can't hear that. Is someone making tea or dying? Oh, yeah. There's dumb dogs behind me. Those are dogs? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh. That's fine. Okay. I mean, they're yeah. not dying, right? Uh, they do that a lot, so I would say that's normal behavior. Okay, so right, let's get on from the horrible, torturous crying behind me that sounds like dogs of hell being impaled <laughs> upon spikes. And uh, let's get on to some more LSD tripping, shall we? Yep, yep. So we're in the Holy Sea, which oh, is just yes. a bunch of holes. Uh, and the holes, you can jump on them, you can go through them, you can, as uh, I think John does, you can roll one up and put it into your pocket. And uh, they're looking for the Sea of Green, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So they're just running around and... Uh, Jeremy gets taken by a blue meanie, Ooh. which it's not explained why the blue meanie is there. There's a brief snippet where the Beatles are like, oh, where's Jeremy? Oh, well, he was over there a second ago. Oh, well, he must have dipped. And actually, the I think it was Ringo that puts the hole in his pocket. Was it Ringo? I thought it was John. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I, I, well, I okay. honestly don't know either. Well, yeah. whichever one did it, they um, it was the hole that um, Jeremy got like kidnapped through. Oh, yeah. Which hmm. actually isn't important, because no. I don't think they end up going through that hole, and when they do use it again later, it has nothing to do with that. So It's just a hole. <laughs> yep, yeah. so it just takes that one. But uh, So, yeah, they look for the sea green, and one of the holes turns green, and uh, the green turns green. And it just, like, fades into the sea of green, like they don't even go yeah. through the hole. It, the, the way it fades is really interesting, the, it shows like the tops and bottoms of the beetle in increasingly quick flashes of either the top or the bottom. And so you have a full beetle, and then all of a sudden they're there in Pepperland. And they don't question it. <laughs> they're just. No, they don't question now. it. They're just, oh, we're in Pepperland now. And uh, there's triumphant uh, yellow submarine music, and you can see the yellow submarine like coming out of the sky. Oh, wait, no, that's a little bit later, actually, isn't it? Um, I think it's pretty much then, because, like, Fred shows up. Yeah, and while well, they're playing with one of the uh, Apple guys, Apples. That sounds nasty. That sounds naughty. Yeah, that sounds very naughty. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're playing with them Apples, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I got lost in here somewhere, because I don't even remember Fred, like, them losing Fred. I was like, when did that happen? 
I, I have no idea. Um, right. I can I can give a quick uh, recap of what happened though, because I'm I'm remembering. Okay. With my brain powers. Use your LSD powers to remember. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so they come out into Pepperland and they see a big pile of apples, of the giant green apples. Which, if you remember, the mayor was hit and like covered in apples earlier. Um. So they take one of the apples and they're like playing catch and they're like, "Oh, where's old Fred?" And one of them's like, "Oh, there's an eye under this apple pile." And they're crowded around the apple pile and Fred comes out of the sky and like, <laughs> "Oh, mayor, mayor, come out." And he sees the Beatles and he's like, "Oh, if you play music, he'll stop being a cutout." And they're like they they start humming a song or something and the mayor's like oh, wow, you look just like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club band. And they're like, with a name like that, like, they must be shit. Because <laughs> the Beatles are awful in this. They are so mean. <laughs> they really are. Like, they're, they're assholes. I don't know why. You know what? It's just just British people. Bam, 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 bam. I, I blame it on British people, obviously. Yeah. So then I think, like, next... Um... Is it just showing, like, scenes of, like, violence within yeah. Pepper... What is it called? Is it Pepperland? Pepperland, okay. yeah. I almost said Peppertown. Oh, they have a little pun there. It's like, oh, this is Pepperland? Bit salty around the edges. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of... There's a lot of puns in this. I enjoy the movie for the puns, I must admit. <laughs> um, one note I have written down is gun shoes, and I don't know if that's fitting yet. I don't know if this is happening, or I'm a little ahead. So... The mayor says, hey, if you play music, all the blue meanies will shrink and go away. And so they're like, okay, but we don't have our instruments. And the mayor's like, well, in the center of the blue meanies base is instruments. Go and get them. And as the Beatles are sneaking around, it shows, like, clips of all the various blue meanie characters. And one of them is the uh, gun shoe guy. <laughs> they're big, fat people with giant shoes and the like top part of the shoe goes up and a hand comes out with a gun and they're like menacing cutout people and the cutout people are running around but the cutout people are also frozen i yeah i don't know it's not really it doesn't make sense because like i thought they already kind of froze everyone i guess they're trying to kill everyone now or make them afraid (laughs) the the glove comes back i know you really enjoy the glove um, back to the gun shoe people, like, I don't think they have hands. Did they have hands? Pretty sure. I don't think they have arms. I did, sorry. They do have hands in their feet, but I don't, I think they're just like a torso with legs. Yeah. And j- big shoes. I don't think they oh, have arms. Oh, you wonder what we forgot about? We forgot about the clown guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, these... The clown guys are creepy. Oh, God. There's these clowns with, like, giant heads and big red noses and if you push their nose like an explosion happens wherever you want it to happen i guess i I don't know it's just like wherever yeah wherever the plot needs an explosion to be their plot to make it happen really yeah they're super creepy they're they're a little creepier than the snapping turtle turks with their belly snake definitely face than the snapping turtle turks so there's also another blue meanie type like enemy called jack the nipper which i think you only see like a brief clip of but his hands are they just look like snake heads and he's got they've got like teeth that guy's kind of weird he has he has hand jaws he's like a crab (laughs) 
Yeah, he's like um, a crab man, but he has teeth yeah. in his crab hands. Real weird. It's uh, very, very interesting. He doesn't do much, though. Mm. You see him for like 30 seconds, and he just falls over, and that's it. Yeah. So anyways, um, the Beatles are going to like the base of the Blue Meanies to get uh, Sergeant Pepper's band's equipment. So they're like climbing this mountain of what looks like either sleeping or dead Blue Meanies. I think they're asleep. Um... Something else that's interesting, some of the blue meanies, if they, like, close their eyes, spotlights come out of them? Yeah, yeah. That was a bit interesting. Oh! Yeah, I don't remember when or why that happens, but I remember it happened. We forgot the segment where, uh, um, what was it? Where they do the hound dog thing. Oh, no, that's, that's after Oh, is it after? I yeah, I think that's one of the last songs. Oh, well, there you go. I'm forgetting things already. Yep. I watched it, like... <laughs> so they climb the mountain of blue meanies and they get all of the instruments and it's like a tuba a trumpet a trombone and a flute and they dress up in like marching band yeah there's gear. also a uh like a marching band uh like the baton thing that they have but yeah yep and then they start playing song do they? I thought they, like, stayed in the house all night because they started the noise or something. Um, I think they start playing that, like, pretty soon after. Yeah. Well, they look outside and see all the blue meanies, which they literally just climbed them all. So I don't know why they're like, oh, shit, there's blue meanies. But... Well, no, because they yeah. kicked the backpack down the hill, remember? Oh, yeah, and someone stepped Yeah, down. and so they hide out overnight and they're like, oh, better go now. And they start sneaking down the hill, and the clown sees them and is like, oh, God, it's horrible. The clown's head starts spinning and, like, makes enormous <laughs> noise, and everyone wakes up, and there's all this shooting happening, and, like, mm -hmm. the band members are running away. They get somewhere, and then they start playing. And it's like everyone's unfreezing. And then they do, like, one of my favorite things that musicals do. Like, they'll have people, like, playing instruments, but then there'll be additional instruments playing. So, like, they all have, like, classic symphony marching band instruments. But there's also guitars playing that no one is playing. And, yeah, <laughs> so that happens. Then the next note I have is that they win. So next bit that happens is it goes back to the blue meanies. And uh, the big meanie is, like, has Jeremy tied up and is beating up Max. Max, by the way, is, like... What would you call Max? Is Max like the little meanie? Yeah, mini meanie. He's a he's a mini meanie, and yep. he gets beat up a lot. Um, he's like the snarf um, of the group. Like nobody respects him. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. He's a he's a whipping boy. But yeah, they like launch a counterattack against the Beatles, and the Beatles repel it by putting a hole on the. Uh... Oh, we forgot to mention at the very beginning of the film, uh, the start. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, during the initial attack by the Blue Meanies, they shoot this music bubble over them, and no music can get out of the bubble. So For, I don't know why they shot them with uh, that, and everyone else didn't get that treatment, but I guess they're just, like, the coolest, and they need it. Good enough. So uh, the Beatles get that hole that either Ringo or John had, and they put it on the... Uh, on the bubble that's surrounding the Sgt. Pepper's oh, Lone oh. Hearts Club so, band. Yeah, before that happens, it looks like the Beatles have won, I believe, because then they're like, they play. And um, yeah, they beat up the hand when uh, John Lennon speaks the word glove and then smokes it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he speaks the word glove and it turns into words that he can touch, like they're white, and he smokes it. 
and the like G turns to ashes. Like, like he's the G taking goes a hit from away. a blunt. I, I don't know what's going on in there either. They don't address it. It just happens, and they're like, okay. And apparently, he's the only one that can speak words, but he starts singing. And he builds, like, a giant tower of love, and then it gets destroyed <laughs> by the Blue Meanies, and... <laughs> it falls on the glove. Yeah, he, like, fights the glove with the power of love, and... Dude, I don't even know what that's, like, supposed to symbolize, but it was really fun to watch. Yeah, it's a, it's a good scene. Like, this movie is weird. I guess at that point, they, like, actually have more or less defeated the Blue Meanies. And so then they find the uh, Sergeant Pepper's band like still in their little like spear of blue no magic yeah and uh try to get him out ringo puts a hole in it and the spear goes through the hole yeah and they get out and then everyone's like cool you guys look just like us and, oh, oh oh there's another cat remember the like Is cat there? drummer yeah the cat drummer i missed that i didn't count uh, that cat the, the cat that's on the crocodile that plays the drum with its tail oh no no he's a dog Oh, it's a dog? Okay, he's like, never mind. I mean, he's like a weird cat-dog mixture. Like, his body yeah. looks like a cat, but his, his face is definitely a dog. While they're celebrating their victory, it goes over to, um, what's the Big Meanie's name? He has a name, right? It, it's Big Meanie. Big Meanie, okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's talking to the little one, um, what was his name? I forgot. Max. Max. He's talking to Max. The Beatles are trying to get them to, like, join them. And he's like, should we? And Max is like, no. And then he hits him, and then they join. Them. Yeah. So, I guess they got converted. Woo. Yay. I'm happy. Yeah. You're happy. I'm happy. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy, man. All right. I guess they're happy. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they're happy. Yay. Yeah. Um. And the big blue meanie is like, I did never told you would, but my cousin is the blue bird of happiness. Because that's the thing that we all totally know is thing. You just didn't make something up suddenly. Yeah, this movie's weird, and it's hard to explain, and we're doing the best we can, damn it. We're, we're trying really hard, and we're just failing really badly. Yeah, we, like, miss the whole, like, <laughs> section where they fight, like, the dog. But luckily, I mentioned that earlier. Oh, yeah, the dog scene. Thankfully, you did that, yeah. Uh-huh, they fight a dog, because dog fighting is cool. That's what the Beatles support. If you support the Beatles, yeah. you're supporting dogfighting. No, you're supporting for dogfighting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's mostly the movie. That's all of the animated part. And it, like, goes out playing the song. Which I feel is, like, perfectly describing the movie. Because while I did enjoy it, it is a lot of stuff. It's uh, very interesting. Oh, and then, right, there's an outro. So the outro is the Beatles again, but this time the Beatles are like people. Or wait, no, there's the other outro. Hold up. What? There's two outros? I only yeah, there's, thinking there's about like the, the instrumental outro where they're like dancing and all the boominis yeah, are yeah. dancing. That's like yeah. the, it's all too much is playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's that bit. That's that's interesting. But then the outro outro is uh, the Beatles as people. And uh, one of them's looking through a telescope. That's John Lennon. So yeah, John Lennon's looking through a telescope. Ringo has a hole in his pocket. And it, he's just holding up like a piece of black fabric that's a circle. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one's holding up what's supposed to be the engine. Um, I think that's George. George, yeah. I don't know what the last person's holding. I don't know if he's holding anything. I thought he was just kind of there. 
Yeah. Oh, no, he had a he had a captain hat on his head, didn't he? Maybe. And like John yeah. Lennon's like looking through his telescope, looking for blue meanies inside of the theater that you were obviously watching the um, movie yeah. in. And like, he's like, "Oh, there's one. What should we do, guys?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we'll finish off with a song, of course." And the movie ends. Yep. And they sing um, all together now, and they're like, "That's the only exit. Get the fuck out!" And um, <laughs> yeah, in that moment. It really reminded me of like a kid show, like The Beatles, or uh, I'm trying to think of another kid show with singing adults. The, the Wiggles. Yeah, did I just say The Beatles? I meant The Wiggles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you knew what I meant. Yeah, it reminded me of a kid show, like The Beatles. But um, yeah. yeah, like, you get that? I, I, uh, yeah, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that was Yellow Submarine. Um, yeah. I think we were really able to summarize it. Um, we totally have... nailed it. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know if you have this as a segment, but if you were to summarize this into one or one sentence, how would you do it? Um, one sentence. Um, a colorful. Okay, how about this? What if it's um, if I was like using a quote to be on the like bo- back of the box, like a review? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking something like a colorful explosion of music and actual colors that's kind of hard to follow but it totally works and it was really fun <laughs> there you go yeah that's what i gotta say about it what about you what, what would you say um an extremely artistic uh reimagining of several iconic beatles music with his, with references towards sixties motifs, yeah. towards the motifs of the sixties, maybe. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. Something, something fancy like that. Yeah, that was too fancy. <laughs> oh, too fancy. <laughs> too fancy. Get get that shit out of here. But um, yeah. Hey. So um, I really I liked know. it. Like, I mean. I don't know if that came across from me reviewing it because it's it's really hard to talk about because it's so <laughs> it's so different like um it's, it's you have to watch it really it's it's one of those you just kind of have to see it to believe it yeah because like I'm thinking about so many things that we didn't even mention oh like, my goodness um, when they're inside of uh, the pier like the Beatles mansion or whatever which we don't know if it's a real thing or not um, when they're in the hallway. <laughs> Every time they go in a door, they show a shot of the hallway, and there's just random things going in and out of rooms, like a fist. The car disappears, remember? Yeah. Yeah, at one point the car disappears, and then the car's back for some reason. Yeah, and they were kind of like, like random things are like Scooby-Doo door running. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Nobody it's notices. Weird. Nobody says anything about it. Yep. Um, oh, we forgot to talk about... Uh, like when they're going through time and they like steal the pictures of John Lennon holding a clock. Mm, I don't remember that part. Yeah, that's during the Sea of Time. Or was it John Lennon? They see pictures of someone holding a there's, clock. Um, I know there's a scene in that part where there's like a bunch of bubbles of like a bearded man floating up. Yeah, that's I, that one. Okay, well I looked to see who that was and that was apparently one of the animators. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know why he's there, but yeah, they did that. <laughs> I I could see you thinking that's John Lennon though. It was yeah. 
honestly, the, the entire movie's really just... Uh, you know what? I think one sentence summary is uh, the Beatles on LSD bullying people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of assholes. Um, <laughs> they really are. Yeah, they're, they're the big meanies. They're the big meanies. Maybe yeah. maybe that's a more of the story. They're yeah. the big meanies after all. Actually, yeah, I changed my one sentence quote to the Beatles are the big meanies. That's what I want to put on the box. Ah, uh, there you go. Um, yeah. So let's see. Anything we need? To, any loose ends we need to tie up? Um, I can't think of any. Uh, I'm pretty sure that aren't you running a new? Or is it Evan Tolley that's running the new RPG? Uh, we're doing it together, but... You're doing it together. Yeah, he's yeah. doing, like, a setup season uh, that's going to be, like, a few episodes with just him and his wife, Jessica. But yeah, then, so um, listeners yeah. of uh, Too Young for This Hit, head over to, I think, the Car PG podcast. Yeah, Car PG. And um, RPG. right yeah. now, I don't think we have a Twitter for it, so you can just go to our network that we made, because, yeah, we needed a network. Um it's uh, on Twitter at probably works, and um, yeah, all of the all of our plugs are in the description. So, if you can't understand something we're saying or don't know how to spell it, just go down there and click it. So, yeah, you want to plug your podcast? Oh, I'd I'd love to. So, Luckless originally started out as just me playing Pokemon and recording it, inspired, of course, by Daniel K, the iconic uh, audio-only video game Let's Player. Uh, it's kind of branched out into several other genres of video games. And uh, right now, I'm taking the podcast in a new direction again, where it's going to be like, you know, nice background stuff to listen to while I play chess with friends. And we describe what we're playing very, very, very clearly. Yes. Very clearly. Like, you know, oh, oh, that was a great move, what you just did there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we make fun of the listener and fun of ourselves. And, you know, we have a, we have a, fantastic time so find me at luckless podcast um really spotify uh itunes google store and uh follow me on twitter at at something uh, i don't know my twitter handle but it'll be in the description hopefully yeah, yeah it's down there i forgot what it was too yeah and yeah. uh you know if you ever want to just listen to something that'll probably make you want to cry a little bit then come on over to luckless and <laughs> get ready for a treat so yeah i i just binged luckless um oh yeah in the past like three days i've listened to every episode uh, except for i think you just released one like yesterday or today or something i haven't heard that one yet did i i i don't I, think I it did. popped up with a new one i don't know <laughs> oh no i was uh i retweeted uh one of daniel k's i retweeted daniel k's latest Oh, okay, that was it. That's new... what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. So I have listened to all of them. And yeah, that's really fun. It's really laid back. And you have the most, like, either loose or complicated Nuzlocke rules. Like, you're just, like, making up new ones every five minutes. <laughs> you're like, you know what? That's kind of how I roll. Yeah. Um, you're like, well, you know what? If my Pokemon die, if I happen to find a revive, I can revive them because I can't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I found it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to, like, hold on to a revive. But I'm also not going to hold on to a Pokemon, because if a Pokemon's dead, like, put it in a PC, that's kind of nasty. <laughs> but if I find a revive, like, it'll be all right. Yeah, I think we're going to go record an episode of that. 
but yeah, so be we're going to play for quick that. in the chess. So yeah, if you, after yeah. finishing this wonderful uh, audio masterpiece that we just recorded, come on over to uh, the Luckless Podcast. And yeah, and actually, uh, realistically, that episode is going to be out probably like two months before this one. So <laughs> yeah, go listen to it again. Yeah, um, it's going to come out right now. So that'll that'll be helpful for all you listeners because I don't edit my podcasts. I just make the episode and shove it out there into the world. <laughs> I, I have we been talking for like two hours. I feel like this is a really long one. <laughs> it, we've been talking for an hour and twenty five minutes. So okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah so shoving your outro music and oh, uh, I I gotta do some plugs and oh yeah. Hit him with the plug. I got something for you to do, too. I can't remember what. I should have taken notes. Yeah. Okay, so plugs. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Um, follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is Jack's Cat Cult. Um, you can follow this podcast at uh, Too Young for This Hit with uh, the two and the four are actual numbers. You can follow that. Email me. Like, send me some movie suggestions if you think we should watch something. Or, hey, if you want to be on the podcast, just email me. You can probably be on. All you need is a microphone and Skype. Like, just do it. Um, then we have our podcast network that features podcasts by me, Evan Tolley, Jessica Tolley, Arjuna Gonzalez. Um, that's at Probably Works. That's, yep, just look that up on Twitter. And, yeah, I think that's all my plugs. Oh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Jack's Cat Cult, if you want to, where I post pictures of my cats. Um, yeah, so let's see. Do you have... Can you come up with five movies that you think I should add to the list? Uh, if not, let's let's go with... Oh, man. No, I can come up with one movie, though. The one you already said earlier? Yeah, Gods Must Be Crazy. Oh, my gosh, that's wonderful. All my movies should be watched while extremely high. So, yeah. All right. I will add that to the list. Yep. So, uh, normally, how we sign off is we pick a line from the movie that you could use as a sign-off, which I didn't tell you about, so I don't expect you to have one. No, I have one. I have one. It'll be fine. Okay. But yeah, I'll I'll hit you guys with the bad scene, lads. We're surrounded. Oh, heck. And mine is going to be, remember, guys, heaven is blue. Tomorrow the world. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-bum.